Welcome to the Real Estate Mastery Minute with your host, Joe Schulteis. On our show, we give you tips, tricks, and ideas to take your real estate career to the next level. This way, you don't turn into one of the statistics of 87% of agents will fail in the first five years in the industry. Wanted to jump into um, CMAs, uh, comparative market analysis. Um, most people, they uh, when they're jumping off in the industry, they're really not 100% how to do this. And that's why we talked about this is, you know, doing this with your database, your family, your friends. So that way you're understanding how to do this. And now you're not practicing on potential clients. Well, technically, you could be te- you, you could be practicing on potential clients because um, family, you know, if your family and friends like what they see, they might, you know, they might take it to the next level. So what is a comparative market analysis? First and foremost, it's just a market value for the property by comparing it to similar properties in the area. Um, now, like we talked about, you're going to be going through that. You're going to be going through the house before you do a comparative market analysis, because realistically, you can't do an analysis on a property until you walk through it. Otherwise, you're no better than any of the websites out there that just give you a, a blank. Hey, your home is worth a. And you know what? How often when you go to those websites, are they even close to it? But jumping back, so now you walk through the property and you're going through the property, you're giving them the ideas on, hey, if we do A, B, and C to take your property to the next level, now also be talking to them, talking to those sellers, talking to them, and finding out what is important to um, to the property, you know, what stands out. Why did they buy the property? I had one person... Um, I remember when we were, you know, I was walking to the property. I always asked that question. Why did you buy this property? And the reason for it is they walked me over to the kitchen sink. And they said, right there, I may not have access to um, to the lake. But you know what? Every night when I'm sitting here and I'm doing dishes after dinner, I'm able to look out. I'm able to see the lake. That just brings me, you know, that brings me that inner peace. You know what? Now you know this. Hey, beautiful view of the or beautiful view of the water. Now you're going to be talking about that when you're or when you're listing the property. But also, now you're going to be using that. So you're going to find out. You know, hey, you know, not only did I, you know, this this countertop is not your regular countertop, or hey, this fireplace. This is the reason why I did it, because now I'm able to use this for my heating. And it's just beautiful. It's, you know, we're using this every single time we're going through or getting into that cold, cold winter spell. Those are the things that you're finding out about property. Now you're doing the, you know, doing it. And now, you know, now you, now you get back to your office, you get back to your home and now you're starting to do the comparative market analysis. Do your research, gather the data, you know, when you're doing this, you have to make sure that you're using true comparable homes. Look at the history. Okay. Break it down. Only go back a year. If you can, only go back three months. Find out comparable homes that sold in there. When I find when I'm talking about comparable homes, make sure that these homes are similar in the size. Similar in number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, garage space. Make sure that, hey, 
mine has a finished off basement. But does that, okay, well, yep, that is comparable. But now we have to adjust those prices. The reason why I'm telling you is go back only three months instead of six months or a year or as close as possible because the market changes in a year. Now you're going to have to make adjustments to those. And also make sure that you're staying in that neighborhood. Now, it's going to depend on where you are throughout the United States. You know, if you're in Chicago or Los Angeles or New York, you know what? You're going to have to get way closer than if you're out in the, you know, if you're out in the boondocks. You know, if you're, you know, if you if it takes half miles just to get to your closest neighbor, you know what? You're not going to be only go be able to go a quarter mile around. But or even a half mile, you may have to go 10, 15 miles just to find the comparable homes. But if you know, if you do 10 or 15 miles or even three miles in one of the larger communities, you know what? You're gonna have hundreds of comparable or of homes that sold in there. So you need to figure out, you know, in your specific area how far you need to go to truly find the right comparable homes. Um Another thing that you're going to have to do is, like we talked about, year built. You know what? A home that's built in 1900 is not going to be the same as a house that's built in the 1960s, 70s, or even 80s to 2000, or to, you know 2008 or newer. All these homes are going to be differently built. And if it's a newer build, and if these are the first or the 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 first owners of the property, find out you know if there was anything special done to the property. Again, square footage. We're talking about usually you want to be within ten uh, percent of it. You know, if you if your house is the house that you're looking at is fifteen hundred square feet, you're not going to want to use eight hundred uh, eight hundred square foot house as a comparable. But you're also not going to want to use a twenty three hundred square foot house. You want to you want to bring that down. Bedrooms again, like I tell every single one of every single one of my uh, one investor I had. We went through, we were going through, and he's like, well, I can change one of these bedrooms into a bathroom, you know, and then I'll have two bathrooms in there. I'm like, whoa, 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 this is only a three-bedroom house. You're going to lose more out of that if you went to two full bathrooms instead of, you know, because you already have one and a half baths. But if you go down to two bedrooms, you're going to you're gonna lose a huge amount of people because going from two bedrooms to three bedrooms is a huge jump, but going from three to four, it's not that much of a difference in price point. So you got to know this when you're going through. Again, bathrooms. You know, if you, know, if you got to make sure that they're comparable. Um, if your house has one and a half baths, usually what I'll do is I'll do a bath and a half to two baths. The reason for it is because that extra half bath, yep, it does make a difference. But you want to make sure that you're getting as close as possible. Same with garage space. You know, if there's no garage at all, that's, you know, that, that makes a big difference, especially if you're, you're, uh, if you're, you're a car enthusiast or you just want to have that. There's some people that won't buy a house if there's no garage at all, but they're okay with a one car garage or they're okay with, you know, or they say, Hey, you know what? We need two cars. We need at least two car garage or I need two and a half because two car garage is just not enough. Those are things that we have to look at. We have, you know, now we're getting into it. You also need to go into the conditions of the property, making sure that the condition of the property um, is similar. You know, make those calls. You know, if you have, hey, 
Tom, why did your listing over on one, two, three Maple Street? Why did that why did that sell for for you know hundred thousand dollars less than the other ones around there? Or use you know and know those. Hey, this one, you know, this one sold because you know, this one sold for less because hey, it smelled it smelled like cat in there. And the cats sprayed all over the place. Or if this was smoked in, that's the reason why. Okay, now, now you're gonna have it. Or the other way around too. Hey, why did your house sell for way more than the other comparables? Oh, you know, that's because you know they just updated the kitchen. They just up, you know, they did A, B, and C to the property. And that's the reason why. Know these things. Also, make sure that you're doing similar lot sizes. You know, don't compare a house that's in, you know. It's in the city to a property that has an acre or more. Make sure that those are those are important. Price adjustments, you know, look at those, you know, or time on and time on the market. Find out why it took a little bit longer to do it. And use properties that are closed because now those are gonna be real values. Because you know what? I can put your house on the market for a hundred million dollars, but if the market tells you that the price is only is only going to be a three hundred thousand dollar house, you know what? That's where you should be, right around there. Because you know, active properties versus closed properties, they see a huge difference. Those are things that you're looking at when you're for when you're looking at the you know, comparative market analysis. So that way, you know, under you know, understand that. The price is going to fluctuate as well with, you know, time of year. You're going to have a lot less, you know, up in, up in, I'm up in Wisconsin, up in the Northern States, you're going to have a lot less buyers during the winter months because you know what people, you know, people don't want to buy as much in the wintertime. I tell all my buyers the same thing. You know what? This is the time that you're not going to have to wait. You know, you're not going to, be waiving home inspections. Hey, don't do that. That's just silly. But you know, I, you know, you're going to be able to have the contingencies because there's going to be less people that are going to be fighting for it. Those are the thing. You know, though. So now you got to realize that when you're when you're doing those comparative market analysis, you might have a slight dip in the price sale or the the sale price because you went into the winter or you're you're selling in the winter months. If you can hold off to the spring market, you're going to get X more know those things because now you're able to help out your clients i'm not telling you not to sell during those times but that's you know those are the things that we are talking about so i'm not going to jump into how you know the next step of actually pricing it out but that's the quick you know those are the things that you're looking for when you're when you're looking at the price points is you know make sure that you know the area make sure that you're finding Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to do another episode, you know, next about uh, more the comparative market analysis. But that's just those are things that you're looking for. Hey, I'd love to hear back from you. Please like and share this if you got something on the podcast, or you know somebody that will. Also, please leave a review, whether it's on the you know whether it's on the podcast that you're you're uh, whatever site you're using the podcast for, or jump on the Facebook, follow Real Estate Mastery Minute, and you know, shoot me a message on there. Give me some feedback, good, bad, and different. Or let me know what you want to hear about. So that way I can, you know, give you more options on there. 
You guys have a great day. And God bless. We'll talk to you guys soon.